Uh, we're taking your calls, 888-947-8277, 888-94-STARS, as we continue our conversation here at Sirius XM Stars about going solo, about living alone. We're going to take a call right now from Jennifer, and Jennifer joins us from New York. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks so much. So my question is about longevity of life. I thought I had heard somewhere that women who live alone live longer, whereas men who live alone live less long. I think that's true, but what do you think, Eric? Well, we know that the, that that right now men are getting the the lion's share of the benefits from marriage uh, when it comes to when it comes to health in particular. Tell us about uh, that, think, Eric, a little bit. Well, uh, you know, my, you know, my wife obviously finds it very hard to believe, but it turns out there's some research that shows that um, men tend to do less of the domestic labor. Yeah, there's a real uh, story. To rely right, exactly. on I know. I'm glad you're laughing. I also was surprised when I heard that that statistic. I uh, still find it hard to believe, but apparently it's it's robust. Uh, no, I mean obviously this is this is something we all know that um, uh, you know for historic reasons, uh, you know, uh, women have been doing much more of the domestic labor, uh, and that includes uh, social labor and support work uh, inside of families. Uh, men historically have benefited from that. Uh, and I believe that we're seeing some changes in those patterns with rising generations of men who are more um, socially active and more interested in uh, egalitarian relationships. Uh, but, but historically speaking, um, men have gotten uh, most of the health benefits from, from marriage. Now, you know, again, um, uh, good good marriages are incredibly protective for both parties, and there are many benefits to women as well. So I'm hardly against uh, marriage. I'd be hypocritical if I if I was. But Helen made a really good point before, which is that uh, historically, also marriages were traps for many people, for millions of people, and uh, history is full of. The kinds of marriages we saw in Mad Men, for instance, that just didn't work all that well uh, and that wound up alienating and estranging people from each other. You know, I did so many interviews with people uh, who were once married uh, and who are now single, and they told me, look, you know, everyone's worried about me feeling lonely when I'm, when I'm going solo, uh, but I'll tell you the truth, uh, which is that there's nothing lonelier than living with the wrong person. Yeah, that's There's nothing true. Than being in a relationship that doesn't work, and so I think the, re, the you know where I came down to this is that we shouldn't really idealize either state. Uh, in the end, we all have to figure out how to live, and we all have to figure out how to live together. I think so many people are living alone because we're interdependent in all kinds of ways. It's the it's the most progressive places on earth that have the highest rates of living alone. It's places where people support one another and allow us to live the way we want to based on our choice and preference. Um, so you know, so so at the end of the day, whether you're you're married or you're on your own, uh, you have to figure out how to connect. You know, it's interesting what um, what uh, your wife said, Eric, um, about all these. We, as women's um, uh, roles in society have really expanded, so have men's roles, and they actually. I do a study, annual study with Match.com, called Singles in America, and we've got data on over thirty thousand men and women. It's a representative sample based on the United States Census. It's not. We don't pull the match members. And we ask men all the time, and they're doing a huge amount, much more these days of, you know, 
not only taking out the garbage, but buying the dinner and cooking the dinner and mm-hmm. doing the laundry and cleaning the place up. It's not just helping the you know fix the tiles on the roof or washing the car. So men's men are spending. Uh, all of our data shows that uh, in these 30,000 people, which is yeah. actually the biggest study in the world, to my knowledge, that uh, men are spending much more time in the home helping. Uh, uh, helping. Uh, they they uh, are, Helen. You know, one, I, I, I had two things. One, another big thing that men are doing that they never did before uh, at this level is parenting. Yes. yes, that's true. Right. Fathers. And, and here's the one thing that men are not doing and women are not doing it Okay, either. let's hear drum roll, please. Spending time with each other. Oh. What, what really dropped in the amount Are we of time. supposed to be doing that? that? I didn't. I wasn't aware that in in um, agrarian societies that 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 was even something a that was important. Exactly. I thought that people really. Well, I mean, their real allegiance was to the extended family, to the community, and to God. But Eric, that's a great that's a great point. Tell us more. There's a, there's only so much time in the day. That's for uh, sure. And so men are and so men are doing more housework and men are doing more to extend the family's social circle and men are clearly doing much more fathering yeah. time intensive fathering and what men and, w- and women in romantic relationships are not doing as much when they have children and jobs is spend time with each other you know, and it's interesting because that that happens at the same time we know this we have really great data on this uh, and and we're not spending time with each other at the very moment that we expect so much from our relationships. You know, ha- Helen and I know each other in part from another book I wrote with a comedian, Aziz Ansari, called Modern Romance. And that book is about the incredible expectations that couples have for what their relationships are going to deliver. Uh, we are not looking for a good enough spouse anymore. We're looking for a soulmate. And if we don't get a soulmate and it doesn't go smoothly, we're not very happy about it. But it's very hard to uh, experience romantic bliss with a soulmate uh, if you're never seeing them. Yeah. And so that is another challenge altogether. You know, it's very interesting in the Singles in America study that I do with Match. What the, of all the data, I've got thousands and thousands of data points. The one that's most shocking to me is when I ask the question, uh, "Would you uh, leave? Would you leave a satisfactory marriage if you were?" St- if you didn't, if you were not still madly in love with the person, and something like thirty-three percent of people said yes. Now that's staggering to walk out of a quote-unquote satisfactory marriage. Uh, if you're not madly in love, they want everything, just like Eric said. As a matter of fact, you know, there's a great quote. I think it's by George Bernard Shaw, in which he said, uh, "The best thing you can do for your children is love your spouse." Right. Mm. Excellent, excellent, excellent point. 